At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hello, it's Oral Hygiene. It's where we talk about caught and experimental films and things like that. This is our series of One and Done, where we go through the entire six-episode series of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. I, I, should we call it Garth Marenghi's Dark Pod? Is that the right name for it? Dark, dark cast? Pipes. Dark Pipes. The Dark Pipes of Garth. That now, now we're just veering off. Oh, of yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Or the um, Doc Bag Pipes. Dark cast. Yes. We're, we're having another triumvirate episode uh, for Scotch Mist, which is me being Matt, Mark being Mark. Hello. And that damn Scott. <laughs> Greetings, one and all. Kimura hao unju. Yeah. Is it, is it racist? Not Japanese. <laughs> That's uh, actually Gaelic. Yeah. Scottish Gaelic. Uh, but they yeah. in Scotland, Gaelic, yeah, Gaelic. Yeah, I got to get it right. So, um, <laughs> this, of course, being the unconscionably racist episode of Garth Marenghi, <laughs> where all of his biases come out. It's, it's, it is somehow more prejudiced against Scottish people than even the uh, first couple of episodes are towards women. I don't even, I don't even know how they did it. It was <laughs> like they just absolutely opened up on Scotland. And and, and, and what's your name? Sorry, what's her name? Still gets punched. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's that right. <laughs> yeah, it's that's not, right. Uh, Luz Asher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's not like they're cool with the uh, with the women in this one. They just yeah. <laughs> they're doubling down on the scotch. I, yeah. I like yeah, how she, they Im- imply that this is what got the show canceled. Mm-hmm. The fictional show canceled. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. See, I wrote this. This is this episode is what got Garth canceled in the eighties, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because actually, it was it was made in two thousand and four, right? Right. Could it Something like that. So yeah, yeah. So uh, long yeah. time ago. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. But it's it's got that sort of VHS quality, you know, you'd get from Blockbuster in the eighties. You know, it's uh, yeah. Yeah, they did an incredible job with that. I, mm, I don't mm, even mm. know if you could now. Mm, 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 mm. Mark, I guess I'll ask you to do that TV guide thing because you're more practiced at that, I suppose. Okay. Or I I know why why Mark why don't you do it and then Scott can translate it into Scottish Gaelic. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Scottish. <laughs> anyway, what is, what is the Gaelic? Excuse me. Uh, anyway, tell tell us what it's at, where it's at. Dark. Place. Are you are you asking me or Scott? Dark Place yeah, I... Hospital. It's overwhelmed by Scotch mist because Scottish. Ghosts have come to take revenge for the time when Garth, I mean, when Rick Douglas went into a pub and refused to pay for a burger that was thrown into a deep fryer at a chip store, not a pub, a chip chip store. A chip bar. Hey, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And uh, then he ends up with red hair and no pants. And uh, <laughs> then they, they come to an understanding. So it's, it's, I don't. I don't. What's so racist about it? They come to an understanding. So, it's it's all about so learning. Hard. It's all about learning. 
everything everything racist is fed to you well a lot of it is fed to you in the flashbacks that are the framework of the episode but, you know so if scotch mist is just scotch with a twist of lime that lemon. lemon lemon yeah sorry i realized I oh, just, yeah. it's also you? uh yeah like a, a weather phenomenon too uh, i don't know if that's like a, a racist weather term you know quote unquote but you know it's like uh it's kind of like a mist but also like a light rain at the same time i i looked it up and the first google result said it was a british idiom for something that is hard to find or does not exist so immediately i'm kind of like i'm out of mm. my element i don't understand the the uh, double mm. triple meanings mm. of the, mm. the term scotch mist and i don't understand the uh, animosity between scotland and england anyway so yeah. um, but you didn't yeah. see braveheart i did but i kind of didn't pay attention because because mel gibson is a man for tolerance <laughs> isn't isn't that sort of like Mel Gibson gets hanged halfway through it and then it's just court proceedings for the rest of the film? That would be a different movie. Okay, he gets drawn and quartered at the end and screams "Freedom!" Right? Yeah, because well, he, he was freed. What part of the, what part of what part in the Passion of the Christ does Jesus die? Do they save that for the climax? He yells "Freedom!" in Aramaic. <laughs> it's basically like a uh, yes. Like a Scottish version of the last uh, temptation, then. So, uh, but I mean, it's based uh, on the character of uh, William Wallace, so who was a historical uh, kind of liberator. Because uh, there'd been a lot of cross-border fighting for centuries, and uh, um, I think he was able to raise an army. And later, after he died with Robert the Bruce, and they could uh, sort of beat the English who were sort of um, invading to Scotland. So, if you want to know more about the history, do not watch Braveheart. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in my head, it just sits next to Gladiator, where it was like those really fun historical epics where mm, there was mm, a guy mm, yelling mm. and doing cool stuff. Yeah, I, I saw it uh, actually when I was living in Dublin, Ireland at the time. And it was kind of funny because a lot of the audience were standing up and cheering and things like that. But it get, definitely gets the, the blood and passions sort of going. But um, so, I mean, it's good theater, but I mean, historically, um, it's sometimes kind of regretful too. I mean, I just uh, remember yeah. we went to the the late night show on a school night, not understanding that Braveheart's like three and a half hours long. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like most uh, like most Americans, I learned most of the, what I know about Scotland from the movie Highlander, mm, 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 mm. which yeah. is nothing. I mean, it, it's a French man who's playing a Scottish man, and then. Uh, Sean Connery, who actually is Scottish, is playing a Spaniard who is also Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you live a long life makes yeah. perfect sense <laughs> I mean who wants to live forever right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. I, I mean I, I'm definitely no authority on all things Scottish but um, my mother was born in Scotland and my grandparents had very strong uh, Glaswegian accents okay. but uh, uh, and I'd lived in Scotland for a little bit but um, uh, but it's kind of cheesy, you know. I'm definitely Australian Scottish, not not Scottish. Yeah, person. Did they deep fry your cheeseburger? Actually, my uh, I do know. Like my my grandmother told me that uh, they fried, they deep fry Mars bars. Did you guys in America have Mars bars? Like basically chocolate bars, like a deep fried chocolate bar. That's a bit of a a Glasgow thing. <laughs> I have so, absolutely deep fried chocolate bars. A lot of them. This yeah, because the in the southeast, thing? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Why yeah, don't you just fried chocolate bars? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, you have to freeze them first. <laughs> you freeze them, you dip them in funnel cake batter, and you gotta do them real high and real fast. Okay, my question was why, not how, but sure, how is a good question too. <laughs> the American because Scottish connection, there. <laughs> yeah, because I'm because of the Scottish connection. I, I haven't done a DNA test. I don't think I have any Scottish, <laughs> probably Irish, but I have no idea because American South is just sort of uh, European. Mm, mm, don't mm, do the European test, government. then they'll have all your info. Yeah, I'm I'm lo- thinking of looking into um to finding one where they don't own your info because there is there <laughs> mm. are some like that because a friend of mine just took one and she's like thirty percent Jewish and it's really just hilarious because she had no idea whatsoever and kind of like. I, I want to hit some kind of jackpot where I suddenly can, <laughs> can talk about something I didn't know about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's I'm, fascinating. Yeah. I'm yeah. 33.3% Anunnaki. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, I don't know if, uh, Scott, you probably don't know this, but I don't know if, uh, Matt, you're familiar with all of a sudden someone's putting up a bunch of signs in Atlanta that say Anunnaki did things. It was That's like cool. Anunnaki Tripping. made AIDS and Anunnaki killed MLK. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a greatest hits of Anunnaki made stuff. <laughs> Is it like the Burma shave ads where it's like you have to read the signs as you're going down the street? Um, it's it's uh, someone made it with a marker. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fascinating. If you get into street graffiti like that, I think it's a great, uh, great Not choice. spray yeah, paint, but a marker. Yeah, yeah, a marker yeah, like they drew out the letters with a marker. And so like uh, signs out. like a Banksy that's read the Book of Enoch. And yes. It, like that. Yeah, so, yeah. As one does. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they look like protest signs, but someone just took the protest signs and put it on a street somewhere. So you'd see yeah. them. Oh, we went so yeah. far off talking about topic my original statement was going to be I, I wonder if you could just go outside of the hospital and like you know have a nice night at the bar with the scotch mist is it like like when voyager flies and like nebula is a coffee and janeway gets her coffee is it that sort of thing i hope so <laughs> i gotta say like the his description of the fried hamburger and like <laughs> it made me pretty hungry i was kind of like, man no I, I i understood his disgust at the fried hamburger it was funny too because um it was it was interesting because uh you know, he talks about like he was on a flight to Norway, you know, um, the good doctor, and uh, he got grounded in Glasgow, uh, Presswick Airport, and uh, had to spend a night in Glasgow. And the guy just automatically, you know, Sanch says, Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> the horror of like one night in Glasgow. <laughs> I, I like when just for a second it cuts to Liz and she just says, you can't say that. <laughs> something, something, I didn't get the exact line, but. Yeah. yeah. Well, what was it? It's my oh, my aunt lives here. She says it's a nice place. <laughs> yeah. it's like she's wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's she's wrong. <laughs> yeah, and like all the sort of like classic sort of things, which would be like you know, you know, uh, not classic racism. Racism is not classic, but I mean, it's like you have the the feeling of like massive paranoia. Everybody's watching you. There's suspicion of the other, and the fear and the hate. And uh, a lot of the, the trope, not tropes, but I mean, like the sort of these montages of like a, a, a mother of three, you know, puking in an open sewer and, you know, <laughs> on his trip to Glasgow. <laughs> they didn't have the budget for that. They didn't have the budget for that. That's why. 
yeah. I, I feel like almost I feel like it must be like I said I can't really understand what it's like since I just haven't lived there but mm -hmm. it must be sort of like living in the south everyone mm -hmm. in Georgia acts like mm -hmm. Alabama or Mississippi or Florida which are all next to each other are just complete hellholes mm -hmm. it's, sort of, it's sort of like a thing where you know, yeah, why would yeah, I want yeah. to live there? And it's just the state, one state over, and everyone's just mm -hmm. jokes. And it's probably not very different. Yeah, I guess we are like those damn Alabamanians. <laughs> you know, it's like, how do you, what what happens? What does a girl from Alabama do after having sex? Uh, says, roll over, dad, you're crushing my cigarettes. <laughs> that was a joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it barely was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. No, yeah. I just remember uh, Mar Mark and I traveling and ending up at that Tennessee road station where there were two dudes talking and like we couldn't understand anything they were saying. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Yes, I'll say it. What? Well, you know, I, I don't remember if I brought this. I'm sure I brought this up, but when we drove through Tennessee, it was about 2009. Something like that. It was that. legal. Open container was legal there. Like, I don't know if I brought it up to you, but I could have just been drinking in the passenger seat the entire time. That's what we do in Japan. You can you can open container in Japan? Yeah, we had a company trip to Hokkaido a few years ago, and it's, what is it, the 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 um second dairy boss of the company is driving the car. The boss is in the passenger seat. There's a dude in the um in the back seat and then i'm in like the backpack right like in the hatchback like drinking for uh -huh. like three days straight wow <laughs> Man, yeah, and it's it's pretty cool too like when you finish work here you know it's it's quite normal to just go to the convenience store or combini and you know get like a high bowl or something like that just walk home drinking people don't assume you're an alcoholic so it's just you know just a dude after work or like a lass after work finishing a big day and that's half the course yeah <laughs> Yeah, I do love the picture that I had Matt take of me in 2012 when I was just walking down the street drinking a Jack Daniels can of Jack Daniels. <laughs> As they do in Scotland. No, they don't. They don't drink Jack Daniels in Scotland, do they? That doesn't you know, make sense. I bet. I bet they do. We drink Jameson here. I don't know. Mm -hmm. we, we drink uh, Doers. Jameson's Irish, but it's bloody good. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, Ireland. So, Racist. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, one funny thing, and I, you know, I'm sure it was, uh, of course, deliberate. I mean, given the, the tone of the show, I mean, it was great. Um, mm. But like, they were always addressing the people as Scotch, but actually, that's considered offensive in Scotland because a Scotch, like Scotch whiskey or a Scotch product, or not Scotch, like Scotch eggs or something, but you'd call the person Scottish or Scots, but you wouldn't say Scotch. Yeah. So just mm. a, a small point there but is that like calling yeah, someone a rummy what would it be like yeah it's it's just like a pejorative term like even the word jock it's cockney rhyming slang so um which was like because basically i think when scottish were maybe in the military with other people from britain it was like in the hot weather they'd sweat so the word um sweat sweat socks jock so it's kind of a bit of a Cockney rhyming slang, I think, but that name Jock kind of stuck to the Scottish people. So it'd be like a Gaijin? Yes. Guys get called Gaijin? Is that a, is that Usually not to the face. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's not friendly. Yeah, so it depends on the tone. Like you can maybe self-refer to it um, 
like refer to self-refer to oneself as like a foreigner in Japan and say, oh, I'm a gaijin. But for a Japanese person to call you that, unless they're very familiar with you, it's not friendly. Yeah, They'll yeah. do the longer version a lot, like especially kids. Like, oh, like that's okay. yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that. that's friendly. That that's okay. Yeah, that that's quite okay. That's just yeah. someone saying, "Oh, they're from another country," basically. Yeah. As opposed to those damn foreigners. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah. yeah. Oh, please, you, you first. Oh, I was just gonna say I have no idea if they intentionally were calling people Scotch just to make it more offensive, but it felt like maybe that was yes. I, it felt this this episode felt like extremely harsh. Even I mean, it it felt harsh when it came out, and it feels probably possibly more harsh now. That's so kind of a, well, if it, you know, if you're gonna solve racism, there has to be some, a little <laughs> bit of pain. Yeah, it's it's got some of the, the classic British comedy there too, because um, you know I think a lot of it was very well thought out, and uh, it comes across as self depreciating at times too. Um, uh, well, what did they say at the start? Um, I just jotted it down somewhere. Sorry, um, but ah uh, yes, here it is: uncut, uncensored, unbelievable, and unpalatable. But <laughs> so you've got that self depreciation, but um, also some of the classic British comedy is supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. It's um, it's so sort of, you know, nerve jarring at times, but it's so funny. That's what makes it so good. Yeah, I love just the antagonism and some of that <laughs> stuff. Like Black Adder just feels yes. like one of the most antagonistic things yeah. in the yeah. world. Yeah. It's just great. oh, those are just the most well thought out insults ever, right? Yeah, it's like insult comedy come i still don't know why rowan atkinson is best known as mr bean when he should be known as edmund blackadder <laughs> well, I, I couldn't believe when i heard that mr bean is like 18 episodes i had no idea that it was that short like that's insane like that that is such a cultural impact garth murgy's dark place is only six episodes yeah it didn't that didn't have the cultural impact mr bean had i mean okay. i like it better but yeah definitely you know, there's still yeah. people you, you i still meet people who've never heard of this show that i have to explain it to them <laughs> and, and you sound like a madman trying to explain the show to them even now <laughs> <laughs> i i mostly just have to break down after trying to explain the layers of it just like just watch it <laughs> interesting now, too yes oh, uh, you first i just say we're, we're focusing so much on the scottish stuff but there's some really like confounding dean Lernerisms in here as well like are, bu are buster brown's balls <laughs> I yeah believe so. yeah 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 I, i'm not exactly familiar with the term but yeah i think because he was also using some um i think regional english um sort of vernacular there like um like a devon rain or something like that but yeah it was like um but definitely a bit of the local brogue um uh, i also really enjoyed the um the doomed couple dialogue was quite fantastic. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that was Dean Lerner doing the dubbing, right? I mean, it's, yeah, that's yeah, what it sounded like him. Well, it, it, as he says, you can do a lot in a big garage. <laughs> it was great too. Like the dubbing was mismatched, obviously, and <laughs> yeah. uh, it was really good. That sort of VHS-like low-budget quality. There. Yeah. My notes were just their sex will be fun. They wanted to get into the sex, but it was the fog <laughs> they got to into in the end. <laughs> So yeah. a little bit of a tangent, Scott. Have you ever seen no. Danger Five? No tangents. Da Danger Five. Hey, it sounds familiar. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's a it's an Australian show, and it's what I consider 
the closest thing to this show and the, oh. there isn't a framework but it is a show about like spies in the in the 40s and they're basically just trying to kill hitler and everything all the sets look really cheap and yeah it's uh yeah yeah danger five check it out i, yeah, I recommend yeah, thanks. It anybody listening yeah but yeah i've been out of australia too long let's uh i've got to reconnect to some that's, time so. that's right actually i think i i think that show has aired since we first met when you were living in japan and wow how long has it been how long have you been in japan time like, passed continuously yeah yeah about um about 14 years oh, yeah, yeah. With, um, so yeah I, i'm just going to think of um the, the scottish gallic expression for time flies sorry um i did memorize it but now i'm on the spot i, I can't quite come up with it um uh, yeah, what was it? Um, sorry, Joshua. Ah, oh, yeah, there we go. Ha'an ta'um etol sheched eskiyahi naguye. Time flies. Yeah. Unfortunately, about 2% of people speak Scottish Gaelic um, in modern Scotland, but that was due to government policy in the past, maybe similar to Native American or Aboriginal um, traditional languages. But... I would think so. I know a few people that are somewhat Native, and I'd never met anyone who speaks like a, a native language here do the welsh still speak their their welsh they they do there's actually quite a strong revival um no no thanks to official policy but um official policies have changed but there is quite a i think since the 70s or something there's quite a been quite a strong language revival yeah because i just um, remember the super yeah. furry animals and gorky's i got mincy however you say that uh, would do like yes. welsh albums yes <laughs> yes yes that always yeah, freaked me out when i first was listening to those because welsh sounds like welsh welsh and portuguese have, were the two languages that i was exposed to that were just the weirdest oh, like what is going yeah, on yeah, yeah, i think they're just like yeah. a little bit german mm. well they, they were the refugees from the sunken atlantis that's why oh yeah of course <laughs> the anunnaki yes of course <laughs> no that, that those are different people they're friends they're friends yeah. with each other they trade <laughs> secrets and yeah, then christmas you're... cards and they make aids together no that's not true <laughs> not true okay. no one made aids from from whales <laughs> from what whales <laughs> the animal or well, that's the where we were going right just... <laughs> but if anyone who's interested in scottish gaelic um, there is a good site this is how i've been learning it. it's like uh learn gaelic.net that's how you can it's all free and it's a great resource so um but yeah yeah oh please I was just saying now Rick Daglas has to learn the language. Except ne next episode. They were is... just speaking English, though, <laughs> in, this, in the episode. They well, were we just got... speaking English and it was dubbed. Right. Well, we just... we yeah, that, I noticed. Yeah. I mean, yes. we need subtitles. <laughs> yeah, they were subtitled. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. What was it? Um, yeah, there was some funny sort of uh, insinuations, like, you know, um, and also direct uh, quotes was like, um, Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm just going to find out the quote. I, I jotted it down. Um, sorry, you guys continue. I'm just going to find out the quote. I was just going to say train spotting subtitled the Scottish English. That oh, is true. I needed that actually. And, and, um, and you yeah. needed it. And, and um, the one that we would, that Mark and I would have seen in the theater when it came out, the entire thing had been redubbed. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. To have the accents be less thick. If you watch, uh, mine, I got my DVD in Canada where they speak much thicker brogue. <laughs> That's <laughs> interesting. 
one of the weirdest uh it was the same actors here, but... but yeah the same actors but they redubbed most of the dialogue for the american audience yeah because in the... scottish english oh you first man Oh, I was going to say one of the weirdest experiences I had was uh, a movie called The Protector in America, but it was called Tom Young Goong in uh, Thailand. It was a Tony Jaa oh. martial arts movie where they redubbed the entire thing. I think they redubbed the entire thing in English, but in the original film, everyone is speaking English, but they're speaking English in such a weird, like they all have such thick accents that it's kind of like, it's just like, they're obviously speaking English phonetically, so it's just a very strange watch. So if anyone wants to see something weird, <laughs> people are speaking English in a weird way. That's that's a weird one. Yeah, because I, when I was working in Edinburgh, um, that was my mum's hometown. I remember one of my coworkers, like if he'd always tell the boss when he asked, "Oh, who did this? You know what happened?" And he'd always, "Oh, I did a kidnap in the booted." There's always, you know, it's in their language or their Scottish English. It means I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. I didn't can nothing to boot it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, um but yeah, there was some reference too. I was just getting my train of thought back. Um it's like, you know, why are these Scottish uh, warriors here in the, the Moors? Well, to kill the queen and destroy our way of life, what every Scotsman <laughs> wants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> yeah I love how some of the best lines in the series are just dropped in so quickly that you almost wouldn't notice them at first. Like, well, I just love the disconnect where dark place is the middle of, is in the middle of nowhere, unless you're on the roof, at which point it's in the middle of London. <laughs> you know, it's because they opened that portal to hell. Yeah, that's how portals to hell work. Rolian, actually, that was a note I jotted down, exactly. Because I was thinking like Jack Parsons, Crowley, and um, um, Elron Hubbard, right, trying to, or maybe successfully blasting a, um, a gateway through the dimension so evil entities could get in. CERN, well, I think, CERN, I think I'm it's sure because, black holes yeah. to hell. Yeah. It's because this yeah. series is trying to channel Stephen King and Clive Barker, both, I feel like both of them borrowed so liberally from that type of stuff and uh, from Lovecraft. It's just sort of a... yes. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> primordial soup of of eighties horror influence, which is mm. why they can just do anything they want. Because Stephen King's written what three hundred and fifty books at this point. <laughs> he's, he's done everything. Yeah, it's it's interesting too. Like you mentioned, like eighties horror, and because back then too, there was like the theme of um, you know, of course, it's uh, it's it's a pretty horrible theme, but like the the Native American curse. Which is kind of like a Scottish superimposition of that, or an English um, superimposition of a Scottish curse. So you had the curse of the Highlanders coming back to haunt, and, which is maybe like a trying to exercise some of the history, I guess. Because also in Australia, we have our legacy of genocide and so on. So I think that comes out in whether overtly or you know covertly. We just need to have some you know offerings of shortbread always at the ready. My grandparents did. Uh, Tim, Tim Tams? Tam Tams? Uh, Tim Tams, yeah, that'd be the Aussie one. Because yeah, the, the, they, they make a bit of a joke too, like at the start, you have the porridge on the ground, like the, so, and then at the end you have the uh, the shortbread and they make a bit of a joke, like, uh, you know, do you, would you like uh, salt with that? And that's how you'd eat porridge, um, not with um, sort of fancy fruits or stuff like that. That's the traditional way. 
Just stop just with salt. I don't think I've had porridge before. I'm like trying to trying to think about it. I I don't think it's really an American thing where we're presented with it that much. I've had the Japanese version of porridge. I've had goulash. That's something completely different. I'm just it's fun to say goulash. It's pretty different. (laughs) I I know a place where I can get it. I can get goulash uh, at that farmer's market near where your uh, parents live, Matt. I know there's goulash there. Okay, so you're covered for goulash. You're covered in goulash. Yeah, I'm covered in goulash starting uh, tomorrow. First thing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because it is funny, like, um, yeah, because um, Dag said, yes, please, accept a short bed. Sorry, I don't have salt to go with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, At least he's apologetic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. He didn't have salt because he's racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, too, because um, uh, the character Dean Lerner, um, sorry, I forget his... Um, it doesn't matter. We He's, figure that Thornton out. Reed, yeah. Thornton yeah. Reed, yeah. Because he gives him this bag. Like, how does he know how to give him, like, uh, you know, uh, shortbread? But he's right on the money. Maybe this isn't the first time that this has happened at Dark Place, and they just didn't <laughs> learn from last time. <laughs> it's yeah. it's Chekhov's yeah. shortbread. Yeah. <laughs> even, though, yeah. even though I guess it's introduced right before it's used, so it's, like, not a particularly good Chekhov's shortbread, but, you know, yeah. it yeah. worked. Yes, yes. The, yeah. the 80s theme is so well done, too, because, you know, like in the opening um, segments as the spirit's moving through the building, um, you know, you've got the sort of 80s hair dryer, like the Sony Walkman cassette, you know, player and stuff like that. Just uh, just classic 80s. You know, I, I don't know if we're of the same vintage, but um, it kind of maybe brings back our collective memories of growing up at that time. It was funny. I, I've been watching all the anthology shows recently and uh I put on some tales from the dark side, which is still there's still some very good episodes of that. But the intro for that is even lamer than you remembered. Hmm. <laughs> the tales yeah, from the dark side is super lame. I mean, in a as, totally fun way. But I mean, as I've as I've talked about, I've been recently catching up on Star Trek and also now Twilight Zone. So it's like there is there is just no room for more anthologies at the moment. <laughs> if you. Uh, if you go straight from Twilight Zone and your other podcast directly to Tales from the Dark Side, then I will follow you and watch all of them. Yeah, I got some night gallery weird, first, but that'd be a weird uh, thing to do. But. <laughs> um, let's see, where where do we get on this particular episode? Cheap with batteries? Oh yeah, you can always tell the jib of oh, man by how cheap boy. his batteries are. It's funny because when I first saw this, I didn't really even understand what kind of cheap batteries i found a flea market a few years ago where you literally can get i you could get 20 batteries for uh like two dollars so yeah, <laughs> what would happen yes. with these batteries would they would last for about uh, a day or two and then they would start melting <laughs> like an environmental nightmare yeah yeah and i used yeah. i used i think all of them but it was just like oh it's impressive cursed yeah. cursed batteries yeah but you know you need some product placement sometimes so at least one of the pack's batteries was, was called tohiba batteries Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> they just did they did, was the s scratched out no it was printed tohiba was printed on the batteries yeah. i mean you Not know well. and we find all sorts of weird bootleg shit in japan so whatever <laughs> yeah i would Man, yeah. yeah. I think you you bought some. I, I this was probably the, uh, 
this was at, at uh, what's the name of it? Shuamura, the clothing store. And it was a Tom and Jerry shirt. But then it had okay. Jerry and a bird on it. <laughs> it's really confusing. <laughs> I love that stuff, man. I, I love uh, last time I think I went to the book off for the hard off and just got a bunch of shirts that were just incomprehensible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Incomprehensible shirts are fantastic. Unfortunately, I go to the Uniqlo and get like sensible shirts like this smile shirt I'm wearing. Oh. But <laughs> Oh, I got some stuff at the Uniqlo, too. That lasted that lasted longer, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to just say even like book off with a straight face, or yeah, we got a <laughs> pachinko parlor, which is like a cheap slot machine arcade. It's called a uh, um, gold on. Yeah, I mean, book off and gold on, whatever. <laughs> and you're leaving out the hard off. That's where that's where you go for your used guitars. Yes. yes. But yeah, back to the show though, there were some really good um, one-liners too, or two-liners in this case. One, another good one was, um, I think Liz said, "Oh, the mist is retreating when they're in that cabin," and then Doctor Sanchez says, "Look, the mist is retreating." So it's like <laughs> where everything, like a, a female character, you know, is sort of invalidated. It just needs to be validated by a male. It's just it's so sexist. It's like, oh, or oh. could it be like the reverse Uhura, where you know, like, why do I always have to? repeat what the computer says maybe maybe sanchez just repeats what liz says mm. well, yeah i could definitely watch it again yeah i mean you know yeah. he's, he's, he's got the hots for liz until he, he loses his junk in the next episode yeah because uh -oh. that's that's what kills the, uh, the the end of the series is basically because um rick daglas can't accept that liz that someone that that someone else is trying to have sex with Liz and then, Oh wait, no, he has, he, he looks up he, with the blade he does with broccoli. broccoli. <laughs> right. So then his penis gets oh, cut. Dear. Oh. And then that's the end of the series. But it's yeah. It's, um, it's, it's very clear that Rick Daglas can't handle any uh, competition whatsoever in the male space. So what, what, what what is the talent of our Stephen King or our Clive Barkers? Because I when you know when I was like twelve, Clive Barker seemed like a genius, right? But I'm I'm guessing that I, not right. <laughs> I know I I love Clive Barker, but this is I I I can't say I have read any of his stuff recently, so I I can't I can't say there aren't like a little bit of rose colored glasses. Like he was brilliant when I was fourteen isn't isn't something That's I can point. actually say. That sounds like an insult. But but maybe uh, that is his actual quality level. I don't I again I haven't read any I wonder how it would read if I tried to read it. Now Stephen King, it's like I mean it, yeah, it's been quite a long time since I read that too. I did read The Stand, which is The Stand can, is, is good, yeah. You can kill people the, with that book. Uncut versions is huge. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's the I, it's the, the Goldon version. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, <laughs> he he feels Garth Marenghi feels more like Stephen King just because I feel like Stephen King pushed so hard into Hollywood in the eighties, and when Clive Barker tried to make movies, he sort of just made a few of them and then burned out and didn't do anything. He made what three movies? Well, he didn't. I mean, they just made movies of his books he wasn't particularly involved no, i mean he was involved with like i'm saying he was involved with like three movies and then maybe oh, okay. two or three more were made right. about his work but uh so there's like king, stephen 17 king hellraisers he personally stephen king wrote at least 
two movies and directed Maximum Maximum Overdrive, Overdrive. which is, you know, not. I'm going to scare the hell out of you. (laughs) It's not a great showcase (laughs) for him, but he was also apparently on so much cocaine that he didn't even remember anything about it. you've, You've seen the trailer, which has him like introducing the movie, right? maybe oh that that's why i was that's why i was quoting it has him he's he's got this this cockeyed look he's like i'm gonna scare the hell out of you like he's obviously like coking out of his mind (laughs) okay but the the real question is do you know how he was hit by a car in like the late 90s early 2000s and then the person who hit him with a car oh stephen king yeah yeah he committed suicide yeah did he did he commit yeah. suicide though? Do you think does anyone think that Stephen King I'm I'm positing this in a public forum did Stephen King murder a guy because he hit him with his car? That's not. <laughs> that's probably not true. But wow, what a great story that is. Yeah. It wasn't like like Kevin Spacey's accusers all like mysteriously dying. Uh, for a second I was about to be like, "Wait, Kevin Spacey was in misery, but no, that was James Caan. That's completely different." Yeah. They should. They can remake. They can remake Misery with Kevin Spacey, but they don't do any effects. Kevin Spacey and yeah, Kevin Spacey abducts. Um, I don't know some other actor he was with in a movie. Oh no, no, I was saying Kevin Spacey takes a James Con role, but they don't do effects. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Smashes <his> right. up. <laughs> Just do like Harvey Weinstein abducts Kevin Spacey. <laughs> What's your favorite Kevin Spacey movie? Usual suspects, I guess. No, the correct answer is K-Pax. I've never seen the book's K-Pax. good. I, the I book's haven't good. seen it either. I, I will watch. Either. I will watch K-Pax when um, we do a Matt and Luke Sci-Fi Sanctuary episode about K-Pax. I think Gene is it. Gene Brewer. His book was very good. Yeah, K-Pax is a great book. Huh. I think the movie was um, a little not sanitized, but um, it wasn't as in depth as the book. Um, but I'd definitely, definitely read the book first. All right. Have, have we have we unloaded this tank of scotch mist is has the mist dissipated it's time yeah, to pack right. it up and go get a scotch egg and a scotch. yes a scotch. <laughs> yes <laughs> and goodbye to the mist of misunderstanding oh, <laughs> i haven't the foggiest idea <laughs> yeah, but I, I had to put that in there because you put it in there twice yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't know when people will be hearing this. They'll hear it at some time. So if you have anything general, I guess Scott and I make music. It's at it's at rovingsagemedia.bandcamp.com. There's lots of music Scott and I hey, made. It's more. You know what I'm going to point out? Uh, What's that? Am am I on your Bandcamp? I don't know. Um, I'm going to say that as a plug, whatever month it is. The first Friday of every month is Bandcamp Friday, and uh, Scott and Matt will get more of your money if you purchase their music on Bandcamp Friday. Right on. Okay. That's That's the, <laughs> do the best I can. <laughs> I don't have any music up. Maybe you might find it at Stunrunner at Bandcamp.com. I don't know. I'm I'm uh, very blocked lately. So, um, I uh, Scott, I, I had thought... a tree fall in my house <laughs> last year, and then I just yeah, laptop it. Bloody hell! I'm I'm fine. It, yeah. it couldn't have it couldn't have gone better. I'm doing pretty good, but yeah, yeah, pretty writers blocked. So I've uh, been playing just, Halo. Play me on Halo Infinite. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I send us some of you send some of your work my way. I'd love to hear it. 
Yeah. Oh well, I'll definitely. Thanks. Yeah, give it a, a a very keen ear. So, DM Mark yeah. and maybe he'll send you his stuff. Yeah, yeah. I hope you get creating again. Just oh, I, I meant for everyone, it. for anyone listening. Yeah, just, everyone. Every everyone. Yes, I will send to Scott. I won't send everyone music, but I'll send it to Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Top a lot. This Daily. podcast is oral hygiene. Uh, oral hygiene pod at Twitter. We're on Facebook. It, it, you're getting this early on podcastio podcastius hence the me not knowing exactly when the general public will hear it so you know if people are paying now for that and want to or jump in, in later then uh maybe we'll do more stuff like this little garth Marenghi run and ma- maybe even like keep groovy. it private for goodsies hey yeah. you know what you should do you should run a poll what, mm. what do uh the patreons what do the patrons want to hear us do or, yeah. or you do it's cool Right, right. And just to finish, too, um, as they say, my grandmother said this, he kriyoch erantel achmeri guliskel, means the world will pass away, but music and love will last forever. North and south of the borders, in many countries. Like Korea. Yes, I was also thinking the US, but uh, also. Or yes. Ukraine. And yes. <laughs> I think East that's and an east, east and west, yes. <laughs> yes. But we all need uh, we all need that love, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done. by Highland Crescent Lakes. Doors conceal passages into archway complexities. Everything is a circular utopia amidst the baseline pathways over cocktail carpets surfing on silvery mezcal. Into hives of electricity, oceanic in depths heaving. In realms of bright shadow, falsettos echo in the misty caverns of my mind.